The date is November 17th, 2022, and we, Chicago, have our quarterback. It is about time, Tyler, to say that we have a potential superstar, a 23-year-old potential superstar, on our roster at the most important position. Yeah, I don't think there's ever been a there, – there's never been – I guess I'm not even going to think about it. There's never been a time in my life <laughs> where the Bears have had a potential – star quarterback in their midst like we've we've had our hopes in jay cutler and mitch trubisky and we even thought nick Foles was the answer at one moment but we're sitting here now with a 23 year old as you said young athletic up-and-coming quarterback that not just chicago fans are excited about the national media is excited about everybody's pumping them up i'm ecstatic Jimmy. absolutely we have seen an emergence of justin fields the past, uh, I'd say, four to five games ever Easily. since the, the the letdown on Thursday Night Football against Washington. Yeah. Um, but ever since then, we've regrouped. And it seems like, I might be wrong about this, that game itself, I think was, it signified that game against Washington, his first complete se- full season of starts. Yeah, it did. NFL. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah. So, I, I mean, it, it maybe it wasn't exactly 16, 17 games, but it was right around that, right around that stat. And ever since then, he's looked like a turned-around, second-year quarterback, taking that leap, and he's everything that we had hoped and imagined he would be when we drafted him uh, 11th overall. Yeah, and obviously a lot of factors have gone into play. I think one of the big factors that that went into play is that we have coaches around him that actually are like, hey, we should adjust our system to the way this guy plays rather than making him what we think he should be. So I think think them utilizing his strengths – his obviously his legs, which is his biggest weapon. He just broke the record for singles for a single regular season game of 178 yards. Yep. Um, so like they're they're utilizing him in a way that right now that's just the way he's that's just the way he plays. That's that's who he is. Is he a pocket passer? No, he's not. He's not a great pocket passer right now. Will he be a good pocket passer one day? I he's got the potential. He's shown flashes, and like you need to be a pocket passer in the NFL. But I think for this year. They've utilized his strengths and be like, this is a good, young, up-and-coming quarterback who's faster than anyone else on that field, who's who rolls out of the pocket real well, uses his legs, is very creative within the offense and getting receivers open. I just, yeah, I'm loving what I'm seeing from the coaching staff after they took that little mini bye week and have turned that into a five, nice five-game stretch where has there been a lot of winning? No, not a lot of winning, but there's been a lot of excitement, and I think – the fact that we want to turn on our TV and watch the Chicago Bears play offense yeah. <laughs> is something I haven't experienced in a long time. Yes, maybe ever. Like I feel like we just we love saying that now because it's almost like we can put this narrative of the Bears' offensive woes behind us. Like it almost seems like we're turning turning into a new chapter here, where you know our offense is exploding for thirty points a game, and our defense are the ones letting us down. And, you know, if we can finally have that offense figured out, it feels like defense will eventually come around. But um, besides the point, I it's Justin Fields, there's an argument to be made that he has been the best quarterback in mm-hmm. the NFL over the past three weeks, four weeks. Um, I'm just taking a look at his passer ratings right now. Ever since that game against New England, it goes from 85.2 to 120 to 106.7 to 99.4. Not that this means anything, but he's a top-rated uh, fantasy quarterback, I believe, over the past month as it's, well. Uh, yep, because I've been starting him. Thank you very much. <laughs> exactly. There you go. <laughs> um, so you, it just shows that he's getting things done. And 
I still think there is another level to Justin Fields Absolutely. that we haven't even seen yet. Like he's playing out of his mind and he's playing, um, you know, better than a lot of people expected him to be playing even just a month, month and a half ago. Yeah. So um, it seems like there is so much untapped potential in this kid still. And once the bears figure out how to, they, they figured out how to work him with what he's got right now, but once they get him, that next weapon and wants to get him that protection that he needs to become mm-hmm. a pocket passer. This kid's going to be the ultimate dual threat NFL quarterback. Absolutely. And I think that phrase you just said right there, dual threat, I think needs to be emphasized because some of the casual fans will look at these stats and be like, what this kid's throwing for 123 yards. Oh, big deal. What a quarterback. Like they call him, they call him a running back. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> no, that's not, they, that those are the casuals that check the box score and don't watch the game. This kid right. is he's progressing as a passer. He really is. He's he's opening up the field. He's going through his progressions. Uh, he's looking at one, two, three, four. Okay, no one's there. Got to take off. Like it used to be, he rolls out of the pocket, feels a little pressure, and he's like, I gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, and he just takes off. Yep. But now when he gets pressured, rolls out of the pocket, his head's still downfield. Yes, he's not. He's not looking to just tuck the ball and run. And he, when he tucks the ball and run, it gets exciting. But he made a throw. Oh, I wish I remembered the throw. Roll, yeah, rolled out of the pocket a few weeks ago. He probably would have tucked that, took that ball down, went for seven yards. Instead, he kept his head up, threw it on a dime. I think it was the Dante Pettis or something like that for eleven yards. Like that, yeah. that makes all the difference. He's evolving as a passer. Is he an elite passer right now? No, he's not an elite passer right now, but he's gonna be. Um, at least I think he's on his yeah. way to being there. So, and I think the marriage of Justin Fields and Luke Getzey and them getting together and them figuring each other out. Um, has been huge, and I think yeah, we're just seeing so many. We're seeing actual strides. I think I remember just even it, with even with Mitch Trubisky at his best, I just there was never a moment where everyone was consensus. Yeah, this guy's going to be the right. guy. There was never that. There was always you know no, this guy's not the guy, or oh yeah, this guy could be the guy. Yeah. But there was always that. There's no argument here. We have our quarterback. I'm, I'm pretty sure the fan base is pretty concerned. And for those that are not, get on board, okay? Because <laughs> we got our quarterback. Stop being pessimistic. I don't care. I, honestly, I don't care. I don't know about you, Jimmy. They were losing games right now. No. What? That's helping us. <laughs> I'm sorry. We, we knew coming into this season, and Tyler, you knew this more than me because I was the one that picked, up, that picked them to have a better record than they will end up having. I think I originally picked them for for eight wins. Um and this that was before you know Roquan got traded before Robert Quinn. Yeah, there's got different traded, factors happening. Yeah, but they're not going to get you those. So you know, I was just thinking, you know, in terms of my optimistic uh, fandom. But we knew coming in that we weren't going anywhere special this season. Yeah. So, and we knew coming, you know, into next season we're going to have excess draft capital that we haven't had in however many years. We're going to have the most amount of cap space in the NFL to be able to spend aggressively in the coming off season. We don't need to be winning games right now. It's yep. great if they do. I love when the bears win, but if I keep seeing, and I told this to, to Tyler here before we hopped on to, to record tonight, that if the bears were to lose every game, the rest of the season and Justin Fields, you know, is, has a hundred passer rating and, you know, he's throwing for two to three touchdowns every single game. I don't care. That's all I that is all I care about the rest of the season. Absolutely. Justin Fields playing good. And, you know, it's no coincidence that we're seeing some of our other young players, such as Cole Komet. Mm-hmm. You know, his emergence is, you know, helping out Justin Fields unlock that next level that he's unlocked and vice versa. So seeing these young pieces of the core um, kind of grow into the players and, you know, mature a little bit in the NFL 
that's really what the the whole point of this season is. Like, I don't care about wins. It'd be great to get to get that win against Green Bay. That's what I was saying. If we lose every mm-hmm. game the rest of the season and we beat, except for the Green Bay game, and we beat them, icing on the cake. But yeah. Just get me Justin Fields on this elite trajectory that he's on. Get me a high draft pick, and then we roll from there. Because this is a team that can compete next season for the NFC North. I'm not afraid of saying that. Yep. I don't think it's too hot of a take. Not but, at all. I mean, there's once you have that quarterback in place, which we do, things can turn around very quickly. Yeah, and uh, you, you, they definitely have to temper it. Where like you don't want to like I I want them to get a high draft pick. I don't want them to lose out personally, um, just because. I don't want to build the habit of losing because I know that can be hard to break. Yeah. Um. I don't think I don't think they're build, I don't think they're building losing habits. I really don't. I think Everflus has the right mindset. Um. I think last week with the penalties, there were some there were some also horrible penalty calls, horrible. Yes. And I I'm not gonna go into that because I'm not about blaming Russ. But oh my gosh, they're horrible. But there were also some bad penalties from the Bears. They were just bad penalties, and yeah. I, we don't see that. So I think Everflus has done a good job of cleaning that up. Them becoming a more disciplined. Uh, Disciplined Bears team, but I, uh, yeah, I don't want to get in the habit of losing. I also don't want Justin Fields to get in the habit of losing, or I want, I want to keep his confidence up and all his hard work to pay off. So yeah. if he could, if they could strag together, I don't know, win against the Falcons, competing, well, I guess the win against the Jets. I remember before the season, I was like, oh my gosh, they better not lose to the Jets. <laughs> but how about them Jets, man? Yeah. Just side note, I mean, I have their defense on my fantasy team right now because they're playing so well. Like, yeah. they're actually legit. That's what and, a talented roster can do. Yeah, and the only so. thing they're missing, funny enough, is a quarterback, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which is what I feel great their, about. Yeah, now. their success is not uh, because of Zach Wilson. No, no, oh, no. I feel like their success is like kind of like our – if you want to call it success that we had yeah. um, under Mitch Trubisky because we yeah. succeeded not because of Mitch Trubisky, but we were able to kind of stringle along with him, you know, two playoff appearances. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, I mean, it's just, it's just a side note. I was like, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but say they throw a win against the Falcons and throw, throw in a win against the Lions, you know, like those are two winnable games right there. So the Bears end up with what? Uh, five, five, six, wins. five, six wins. All right. Yeah. It's so like, That'll probably still get them in the top ten. They got a few wins under the belt. Justin's feeling pretty good. Yep. That is my ideal conclusion of the season. Now I still want to see bright spots from all the other youngsters, and you hit on it already. But Cole Komet has looked great. Darnell Mooney's looking better. I don't think he's number one. Maybe two. Probably a three. I'd say three for sure. Yeah, yeah three for sure. But I, yeah, I could see him slipping. In. I think Chase Claypool can play that number two role. I was surprised, Jimmy, that he played less uh, snaps last week and didn't roll it. What he, he's on there for 19 snaps, ran six routes. That's what yeah. I heard, yeah. which is way less than he ran the week before, and he had a whole week to run the playbook. I don't know if that rings any alarm bells, but that's just something to keep an eye on. Um, but, yeah, I want to see growth from the youngsters, continue to see that, but not just on the offensive side of the ball, the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. I need to see Jalen Johnson has had a rough – week or two um at the yeah. moment uh where he was he's been targeted and he has he's got no interceptions which isn't his game but it's part of your position to, to come up with the ball and get turnovers it's part of that hits principle so yeah. um i want to see that growth i want to i want to continue to see kyler gordon's grown I mean, i'm happy to see him too but i just want to see the youngsters continue to grow yeah i uh i try not to worry too much about jalen johnson because i know it's clear that he's not playing fully healthy yeah but i mean it is an excuse, but I don't want to use it as an excuse. You need to still all go out there and do your job and make plays, you know? So um, 
yeah, I, I love what I'm seeing out of some of these other young guys. Jaquan Brisker has been possibly the mm. other than Sauce Gardner. How did I not mention his name? Yeah, that's <laughs> the second name out of my mouth. <laughs> uh, top, definitely, I would say top three defensive rookies this season in the, in the NFL. He's been a great, great addition to this team, and he looks like he's going to be a long-term piece to, to the second, secondary that the Bears are building. I want to give a shout-out to Jack Sanborn real quick. Hey, yeah. Let's he, the local kid, he played very, very well um, this past week against uh, Detroit. Um, you know, I think he was 12 tackles total, um, two sacks, I want to say, and what should have been an interception, if not for a, and, you know, a bad call on that. So this kid's 22 years old. He is filling a spot. He's, you know, he's filling in. He's giving, been yeah. giving a shot, basically, because Roquan's been traded. He performed super yep. well and if you can keep those if you would string those types of performances along from this kid this undrafted rookie um that is what helps turn this turn this thing around and you know helps speed along the rebuild yeah so, is he the athlete Rokorn was no but he's no. a guy that's in the right places he knows where to be he's got great awareness and he's got great football instincts is what i saw in the you know a very small sample size so far yeah so I mean, keep giving them chances. Keep giving these young kids chances, and mm-hmm. let them show you what you got. And if you want to keep them around next year, you do it. If not, a lot of these guys are going to be gone anyway. So Absolutely. Shout uh, out, Jack Sanborn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to, to just harken back real quick on, on one point we made earlier before we before we keep going here is that the, the narrative around Justin Fields, I'm going back to Fields real quick, about him being a, a running back, so to speak. And we've heard this for – you know, years now about Lamar Jackson is that, oh, he's just a running back. He can't throw the ball downfield. Coming out of college, we knew uh, Lamar Jackson was a great with his legs. Mm-hmm. Justin Fields made a name for, self, for himself at Ohio State through the air. Yeah. So we know that his game and his arm ability um, is one of, you know, it was one of the best coming out of his draft class. And, yeah. You know, once they're able, once he just grows just a little bit more, that is the next step that he has to take because he's not where he's going to be, um, you know, in the in the passing game yet. But he is going to get there. So we know what talent he has with his arm. Give the kid a break. He still does not have great protection. Albeit it's been better, but once you get him those guys who can get open and you can protect him where he's got more time to just throw that ball. And let those guys get downfield. He's going to open a lot of eyes. I just wanted to comment on that. No, because absolutely. It, it, it annoys me when I hear, "Oh, yeah, he can run with his legs." <clears throat> the ball too. Do I really care how he score? No, no. We're pushing I... the ball downfield, and we're getting into the end zone. Great. And you look at the stats from the past couple weeks: two touchdowns throwing against Detroit, two rushing touchdowns, mm-hmm. three passing touchdowns against Miami, another rushing touchdown against the Cowboys a couple weeks ago, two passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. Mm-hmm. I don't care how we get in the end zone. This kid's putting up points, yeah. and he's not close to being enough on uh, a talented roster enough um, that he's going to be having over the course of the next couple of years. So yeah. that narrative will die quick. He'll exactly. He'll never be. He'll never be in the perfect situation uh, that everybody wants him to be in. But he, I don't think he'll ever be in a worse situation than he's in right yeah. now. Yeah. It only gets better from here. So if he's showing us this with the supporting cast he has now, it's only going to get better because this team is only going to get better yes and that comes with additions that comes with growth that comes with development that comes with everything another year under his belt he will get better this team will get better and it's gonna be fun to watch yeah and we you know we have gotten on him when deserved for some of the mistakes that he makes but you watch you know i was watching the game the buffalo versus uh, minnesota game this past weekend the game of the year which it definitely was it was a 
crazy good game. Um, but, um, you know, some of those throws that we were seeing, even a guy like Josh Allen make, even the game-ending interception, um, when they were down, I think they were in the red zone at that point, yeah. like that was a, a, a terrible throw. And it just goes to show that there are going to be mistakes that are made going forward with Justin Fields. But, I mean, that is it's going to happen to the best of them. So I really Absolutely. hope that, you know, the Chicago media – and the Chicago Bears fans realize that it's never he's never going to be in that perfect situation. He's never going to be the perfect player because nobody is. Mm-hmm. And I think that we're still going to see those growing pains throughout the rest of this season with Justin Fields. Um, but you know what's on the horizon, and that is what makes it so exciting to be a, a fan of this team right now. Yeah, uh, my advice to Bears fans is just sit, sit and enjoy it. Like sit and enjoy. It. We we never never we've never had this. This never, we never get to experience this type of thing. And the fact that we get to sit and watch on Sunday and watch a quarterback that others are actually coming to watch. Like, it's not just Bears fans watching their team. Like, there's people turning on the TV seat. Let's see what this Justin Fields kid's all about. Must watch TV. That's what he is right now. And people don't understand that. Like, enjoy what you're experiencing. The fact that it's not all going perfect is that's just the way it is. That's yeah. life right there, okay? But, like, that's football, <laughs> I guess. But just enjoy that you have a young, up-and-coming quarterback that other teams now envy. Yes. And they want, they would love to have that on their roster. Yeah. The fact that you have it on your roster, just embrace that. Yeah, I was reading, I was just reading through Twitter, and I was, you know, looking at the other draft picks, or the other fans of these other teams that took other picks instead of Justin Fields. You're looking at yeah. Atlanta with Kyle Pitts and, you mm-hmm. know, his – lack of targets and lack of production, some might say. And, you know, Carolina and their circus that they've got going on there, you know, where are they going to say? Are they going to put Baker Mayfield out there? Sure, throw, so. Yeah, yeah. So, somebody else out PJ there. PJ Walker, there's he, there's all Baker Mayfield. <laughs> uh, who knows what's going on right now? Yeah. Sam Darnold was there for yeah. a spell. <laughs> so it's like, you know, there was some, you know, after what we experienced as Bears fans, you know, having to live with the fact that we took Trubisky second overall and, you know, Mahomes went however many picks later. That's what other teams now are feeling about Justin Fields is that we took who, you know, fourth and fifth overall when Justin Fields was on the board. And, you know, we have Justin Fields fall to us at number 11. Like that is looking like a regrettable move by so many other teams. And it's like the Bears had some sort of divine intervention almost and kind of let them get their guy that we haven't seen before, like you've been saying. So it is, it's an exciting time. I still can't believe this kid is only 23 years old. Mm-hmm. He's, what was, I'm looking at his, I was born in September, 1997. This kid was born in March of 1999. So Shh. it just makes me feel oh, just like. He's doing a lot with his life. <laughs> yeah, this, kid, this kid's really got it all figured out. But it was just, when these guys are young and they're developing and they're raw and you can see them learning week to week, that is an exciting time to be a fan of your team, especially when it's at quarterback position. So great, great time right now to be a Bears fan. And we don't say that very much, but we're setting ourselves up to be a perennial playoff contender, it looks like. Absolutely. And it'll come. It'll come. I mean, yep. it's gonna take it's gonna take time. Like this isn't a foregone conclusion in terms of uh, the Bears all of a sudden shooting up the charts like I, I'd like it to be, but Ryan Poles, it's up to him to do the work now. Uh, it's up to him to go out there because this past off season, let's be honest, a lot of it was dismantling what was done by the previous regime and like uh, undoing a lot of bad contracts, trading like he's traded off Khalil Mack, let it go of Akeem Hicks. Like there was a lot of different moves that he had to undo. But we were also, let's be honest, we were underwhelmed with this offseason. I was underwhelmed. Um, they, their best O-line move was to 
give a restricted free agent a mid-level-ish like yeah. offer that was easily matched. That was their answer to the offensive line. They let a defensive lineman who failed the physical, but they they let him slip through their hands. They never renegotiated. And now he's what he's on Pittsburgh and he's doing decent stuff there. I believe because Pittsburgh. So like, there's I was underwhelmed with his off season. I I don't want to judge him based on one off season because he still made some decent moves. He made some good draft picks. Yeah. We got a guy like Braxton Jones who's starting for us now. We got. I'm trying to think. Dominic Robinson. There's another one. Yeah, yeah. So like we have a lot of good good draft picks. But yeah, I was I was a little underwhelmed this past offseason. He was he set up for success this offseason? No. He set up for success this offseason, this upcoming offseason. He better capitalize. So our faith has got to be in Ryan Poles. I feel good about him making decisions, but I I would like to walk around like it's a foregone conclusion that the Bears are gonna be top of the north next year or they're gonna be competing for the top of the north. And I, I think that, I believe that. But um, it's not it works. Yeah. Works to be done. <laughs> it, it, exactly. I mean, I think that it's not going to happen overnight. And yeah. this is the last thing that I'll kind of mention about it. But um, you just look at the current state of the Bears. You've got the, the the state of the other teams in their division. I'm just gonna you know we'll roll through some of the observations. We're watching in the background right now the Packers around. It looks like their reign of terror. It's not quite at its end because they're still a better team than us, but they're running out of time. And then you look at uh, a little bit further north, you look up to Minnesota. Super, super talented team, and they're going to have to figure out a way to pay all of their weapons too. Yeah. We have an, a Kirk Cousins who's a good quarterback, but he's 34 years old now. I mean, he's, like that, yeah. he's not going to be able to play until he's 39, 40, like, you know, an Aaron Rodgers or a Tom Brady or of those uh, and those like. So it's happening at the perfect time really at the bears was up and coming team yep but you know they're gonna have to prove that they can hang with these guys you know they're gonna have to prove that they can go through the packers and the vikings on a consistent basis because you know to get to the top you got to go through you know the teams that have kind of held you down for a long time so Mm -hmm. that's going to take beating the packers it's going to take it over that hump and you know it's going to be an off season to look forward to i'm going to say that in a good way because you know we're not just sitting here waiting for the season to be over there's still a lot to to look out for the rest of this regular season for the Bears, but um, man, the Bears are going to be able to do some serious damage this offseason. We haven't talked Bears in a little bit, and that's because I feel like there really isn't much different to talk about week to week. You you know, we covered Justin Fields play at elite level. Mm-hmm. Defense is letting up thirty five points a game, yep. averaging around there. So we're going to have to build off that side of the ball a ton yes. more this yes. offseason. But I mean, if that's like I said before, if that's what we get the rest of the season, it sucks because I don't like seeing the Bears lose. I can live with it yeah. because it lets us get, you know, that much closer to, to, to competing for annual contention. So absolutely. Um, that's all I got to say on the matter right now, Tyler. Uh, all, that's, all, all I know is I'm hyped and I'm, yeah. I'm excited. And the first, for the first time I'm excited about the future of the Chicago bears. And yeah, that's a, that's a fun sentence to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's something that we've very rarely, if ever had got to say, and you know, having a quarterback, you know, that's what the theme of this podcast was is that we have our guy. So just sit back, relax, Chicago, watch some Justin Fields highlights from the past couple weeks, the magician that he is, and, you know, we'll get ready to watch some more, hopefully coming up here in the next couple weeks. Absolutely. Absolutely. We will sign off now. Thank you all for listening. We will catch you the next time on Lakeshore Sports.